Welcome to episode 534 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm continuing my review of the complete books of Charles Fort. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me. Um, let me see here. As always, you can um, go to the website that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. And um, there you can find, again, links to all shows and social media. Always happy to hear from you, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Um, and uh, happy to either read those or happy to join me on the show to talk about them. Uh, thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds, or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting, there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as um, Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing these shows and putting them up on the station as you hear them. And um, let me see here. That takes, I think that takes care of that. Um, if you want to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, also, I have a Patreon page. Well, first, actually, I have some um, books getting out of order here. Um, I have some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can find on Amazon. Also, I have a Patreon page where you can find one extra true paranormal stories from the web episode per month. And um, that's available to all membership level tiers there. Level tiers there. And, uh, or you can just make a one-time donation through PayPal. Uh, support is never expected, but always appreciated as um, I live on a fixed income and... Uh, there's uh, always expenses in making these shows, from equipment to research materials to um, travel expenses in some cases. And um, so, yeah, that, that takes care of all those things. And uh, we can get on to this, this, uh, this review here. And again, how this works is I feed um, chapters from the books I'm reviewing. And I always review sort of books that are in the public domain at this point uh, into an AI. And have the have them summarize it, and then I read the summaries on these shows, and we we uh, sort of I talk about them, and then if there's anyone in chat, they we we talk as well uh, through the text chat. And um, these are some of my favorite episodes to do. I, I I say that about the true stories ones as well, but I think these two kinds right here are are my favorite overall because there's just so much to to take in. Um. We've been reviewing the, the books of Charles Fort now for a long time. Um, it's been a, a whole ongoing series. So, And uh, with that, we can get back to it. So, of course, we are on the last of his four books uh, in, in this set, which is Wild Talents. Uh, and this is about abilities people have had or may have still um, and what those may look like. So. Uh, this chapter, this is chapter 18, 
this chapter discusses various mysterious cases of pictures or images appearing on unlikely surfaces, including uh, in May of 1907 in Remiremont, France. That, I'm probably not saying that right at all. Anyway, images of the Virgin Mary were reported to have appeared on large hailstones. Wow, during a storm. I've never heard of that before. That is wild. Um, this was deemed a religious miracle by some, but the author, uh, that's Charles Ford, suggests it may have been uh, faked by religious zealots. So, um, says there were many reports in the late 19th century of images, specifically religious symbols, mysteriously appearing on window panes. Some theorized they were spirit photographs. And that is, of course, where you have interaction with spirits through um, pictures that are taken. Uh, Charles Fort suggests they may have been uh, caused by people's intense visualizations and or imaginations. Again, sort of people manifesting these things on these windows. Other cases reported include images appearing on walls. Um, let's see here. Uh, words appearing on people's skin and more. Charles Ford sees parallels to claim telepathic trans transfer uh, telepathic transfers of images. So that's people's minds somehow sending these images, having them appear on other objects. Um, so that is what that is. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that extreme of a situation, but it says uh, natural cases like leaf insects and stick insects, stick insects, strikingly resemble leaves or sticks. This extremely realistic mimicry suggests to, to Charles Fort a magical transformational force beyond simple, simple natural selection. If I could talk, that'd be good. Um, so the, uh, this chapter argues against dismissing all such mystical cases as ignorant superstition. For it says religion does not have a monopoly on mysterious phenomena, and there may be genuine unexplained forces behind some miracles. But overall, he resists um, definitive explanations. And so this chapter covers and connects various cases of uh, imagistic, that's a word, uh, mystical phenomena throughout history, centering on the idea of images uh, impressing themselves onto physical matter in unexplained ways. For it sees truth in some mystical beliefs rather than pure superstition, but also avoids firm conclusion. So that's chapter 18. I like that one in that he does cover things that some things I've heard of, other things I haven't, like the hailstone thing. If going to his idea of sort of these objects that are even falling from the sky, if they are generated by people somehow, 
And if we get enough people that are sort of in the area that subscribe to any, I mean, any one sort of major religious way of thinking, why couldn't they have there be um, images imprinted on the things that are falling that are sort of important to those people? Um, I don't see uh, a problem with that, especially when you're already dealing with objects falling where you have no idea where they're coming from. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me see here. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that that really is odd. Um, let me see here. Looking at the chat here. Uh, did the person that who saw that get hit by a hailstone? It could happen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so let me get to the next chapter here. Chapter 19. Uh, this chapter opens by arguing that modern uh, astronomers and physicists also make pronouncements about invisible or unseeable things, just as the uh, just as Fort does in his writings. Examples are given of astronomers claim, claiming to discover um, nebulae rushing away at extreme speeds, which cannot actually be seen. Uh, this chapter then tells an anecdotal story about a woman mysteriously falling or being pushed from a train in 1890 near Wolverhampton, England, uh, tying it to the theme of mysterious occurrences. Other examples are presented of scientists making exaggerated claims or trying uh, unconvincing publicity stunts to draw attention to themselves. Fort argues he has uh, he is <laughs> He is no worse in his sensationalism, in quotation marks there. I kind of like that. Uh, says that an account is given of shipwrecked sailors in 1881 finding themselves miraculously surrounded by fresh water in the ocean. This con contrasts with um, tragic cases of people desperately needing water but unable to conjure it. And notice he says... He doesn't say unable to find it. He says conjure it. Or at least the summary says conjure it. So that's a key point there, I think. Um, how that happened in that one case, I don't think anyone knows. But uh, it says finally, the, this, uh, there's a disturb, disturbing story. We'll see how, we, how deep we go into this. Is told of a girl exhumed from her grave found drowned in water mysteriously pre present in her coffin. No explanation was provided. That's odd. If you have, I could see if there was water just in the ground, but if it was all just in the coffin when it was sealed, that reminds me of cases where people ha will have water just appear in their, their homes or buildings, and then they try to trace the source of it, and they can't. It just somehow appears. I've heard of that. I've never heard of that in a coffin, though. Uh, says the um, chapter's main point seems to be that scientists and academics are not above publicity-seeking behavior, 
exaggerated claims and reporting mysterious phenomena. The author, uh, Charles Fort, is arguing that his own writings on mystical subjects are no less valid than many pronouncements of the scientific establishment. The stories uh, cover a range of paranormal mysteries, from suspicious to tragic. I really like that chapter. He's basically saying, none of this, none of this that I've said in these books is any uh, more unusual or more extreme than what some mainstream scientists have said. So, um, so that really is odd. That's, I don't know. I mean, that, that there's so many, I didn't know that there were so many scientists apparently at the time that were still, um, or that were doing that. So that's really amazing that he sort of picked up on that and made that point. So, um, just, uh, let me see here. Like that chat here. Hopefully everyone can hear me. Okay. Or at least most of you can. Um, and, uh, We'll go from there. But um, going to chapter 20 here. And let me see here. Yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, chapter 20. Uh, I got to find it first. Okay, there it is. Um, so this chapter discusses the author's, uh, Charles Ford's experiences with pictures mysteriously falling off of walls in various homes. He lived in. So this is his own experiences. This is I didn't know that this was in here. Um, so specific notes and details include, um, let me see here. In London in 1924, several pictures fell in Charles Fort's home, as well as upstairs his upstairs neighbor's rooms. The falls seemed inexplicable. Cords or rings... Unexpected, unexpectedly broke, and nails didn't show strain. Charles Fort entertained the idea that he himself was causing the falls with his mind and will via some occult power. Um, quotation marks there. Again, going back to this idea of people being able to do things, and if you think about that, think of all the things that Fort has been um, writing about in these books and focusing on constantly uh, that I, I wouldn't be surprised if that sort of generates some things. I sometimes wonder about that with me, with all the things I research, not that I'm comparing myself in <laughs> style or um, in sort of uh, better or worse or anything like that to Fort, but I'm just saying I'm looking into these things every day, just about, so, but, uh, but yeah, so neat chapter there. Um, still, I'm still in the middle of it, but I, I just love that. Yeah. He, uh, he thinks about that. So, um, let me check on things over here. Okay, good. Uh, it shows that I'm coming out fine. So hopefully, hopefully I am, um, going back to the chapter here. This is still chapter 20. Uh, let me see here. I lost my spot. Okay, there we go. It says, in 1926, after a long gap, another fall occurred overnight when, um, after Charles Fort was um, mentally reflecting on the prior cases. 
Fort's wife confirmed being annoyed and hoping for an interruption when the loud picture fall happened. So again, you have emotions here, possibly between not just possibly between both of them, between the husband and wife there and Charles Fort and his wife. Um, maybe that did cause something to happen there. It says in 1929 in uh, New York, another mysterious fall happened involving a pan in the kitchen after Charles Fort and his wife were verbally discussing the prior falling picture cases. In later experiments, where Charles Fort read his notes about the falls out loud, hoping to trigger more, nothing happened. Of course it didn't, because you can't just easily... The paranormal or unexplained does not happen um, on demand, usually. Uh, the chapter argues for unseen magical-seeming forces uh, as explanations for such things, uh, such occurrences, rather than dismissing all mysterious phenomena as ignorance or uh, coincidence. But it stops short of def definitive conclusions, noting falling uh, failings limit and limitations in the informal experiments. The falls seem to center around Charles Fort himself in an un unexplained way. I love that chapter. Um, just want to say that. That's neat that he had his own experiences and was aware of them and, and possible connections to sort of what he was already looking into. Um, I love that, that chapter. So, um, oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm, yeah. Uh, in the chat there, PDG says maybe uh, listening to the show. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible is why my whiteboard flew off the wall a few weeks ago, a few weeks back. It's hard to say because, like, I mean, obviously things aren't happening happening to. Not that I'm saying that PDG is saying that. I'm just saying it's there's just we do these shows. I do these shows almost every week. I'm doing research for these shows almost every day of every week. Um, so I don't know. It's not just the research, I guess is what I'm saying, or it's not just the interest in these things. There's there has to be some other some other aspect that determines when how or when these things happen, because otherwise there'd just be nonstop twenty-four nearly twenty-four-seven um activity in many, many people's homes or buildings where they're listening uh or do, recording these shows, these kinds of shows. Um, so, but yeah, so the question is what other factors are there? Um, so, oh, okay. They're rushing around not to miss it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I've heard accounts of people have, have put online of, um, having odd experiences when they, when they watch horror movies or scary videos. And I think there's more than just the video itself going on there. So. Um, so yeah, uh, good, good point there in the chat. Um, Jeff says, and that's Jeff from listener experiences a little while back. Um, uh, and, and experience sparks an interest and the interest makes more experiences. Um, so yeah, yep. So let me see here. I think we have time for one more chapter. 
at see chapter 21 let me see here yeah chapter 21 so um this chapter discusses various causes of suspected um witchcraft curses mysterious deaths and paranormal phenomena such as now of course witchcraft we'll see how he handles that hopefully he's not it's not going to be a purely a negative thing here but um anyway the mysterious and violent death of a um a gr girl apparently in fr uh France in 1922 uh she was found um of course let me see here uh dead of course but her clothes were neatly folded uh nearby so um a series of un uh, let me see here a series of misfortunes striking the Minder family of New York in 1931, culminating in all um, eight of the children suddenly falling ill with um, some kind of disease not, that is not normally contagious. That is odd. Several cases where uh, witchcraft accusation, accusations excuse me, or investigations seem to proceed Violent phenomena like objects flying about or ghostly attacks on the accusers. Uh, some kit, uh, let me see here. Some cases of death and misfortune appearing in unexplained clusters, such as three brothers dying mysteriously, one after after the other in Ohio in early 1932, or three brothers with the surname, and they give one here that I'm. Um, can't really pronounce it. Uh, dying in shocking ways in 1930 in New York. The idea of magical, wow, that's a, that's a wild idea. Magical quota, uh, contagion in quotation marks there. Uh, spreading is raised with the the uh, that second set of deaths there. The chapter argues that uh, genuine but little understood occult. Forces and curses seem to, or seem evident in many such mysterious cases. Uh, so, in, in essence, the chapter presents an array of unexplained violent deaths, uh, phenomena. Let me see, deaths and phenomena suggesting they point to paranormal curses with uh, witchcraft or psychic forces at work, which the uh, which Charles Ford believes. Science and mainstream institutions too readily dismiss other than or rather than understand the events seem to defy uh simple coincidence so I don't know what um I haven't looked into this I don't know what what um maybe we'll see in further chapters here what what fort's views are of sort of witchcraft and or witches um just a note out there for anyone that that uh, hasn't heard: the witch is not automatically does not mean evil. So, um, in a lot of cases, it doesn't. So, just just want to make sure I mention that because that's important. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that that'll do it for the chapters today. Um, we only have like a minute left here, but um, we're getting close to the end of this book. Let me see how many chapters are left here. I think only like ten. Let me see here. Three or four? No, maybe more than that. 
22. Uh, let me see here. 22. We'll go all the way to the end here and I'll find out. We have, uh, let me see. Sorry, so we have like about 11 chapters left. So, but that is all the time we have for today. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all in the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.